Welcome back, friends, to episode 22 of Generator. It's the last episode of 2023, or the first episode of 2024, I suppose, depending on when you're listening to this. I wanted to first apologize for missing last week's episode, but I have a good excuse. We got some torrential, biblical-style flooding here in my little town, and we lost power for about a week, so I was unable to do the production that I normally do. But It gave me a chance to think about how to end this year and talk to you all about what I've been doing, both behind the scenes, what I have coming up, and also think about some of the other stuff that has happened in my life with Stone Tree and Generator and Cyanide Bunker and all the other things that I have going on. I wanted to start first with basically how I've been feeling. I know as I have conversations with a lot of people that They're feeling down or burned out or just absolutely fried around the edges at this time of year. I certainly have been up and down all year long, but there's been a significant downward trend since about July of this year. I think a lot of it has to do with the economy. Business has been down about 40% year over year. And I know that my inquiries have slowed to a crawl despite whatever marketing I'm doing and networking that I'm doing, it just seems like folks are not inquiring as much about portraits as they used to. So this is why I diversify, right? Because I wrap so much of my identity, like a lot of us do, I wrap my identity up in the business that I've created and the art that I produce, that when I'm not seeing success in the business, then that makes my own self-worth suffer. It shouldn't. I understand that. I shouldn't be so tying so closely my own self-worth with my business. But I think it's a natural thing for us to do. So when I'm not actively thinking, don't tie your self-worth to your business, it can it can affect you, especially over months and months, right? So you start to notice yourself, at least I notice myself, talking a little bit more negatively, looking at things a little bit more negatively, making up stories in my head about other people and the success that they have and that makes me feel bad about myself and so on and so forth. To combat all of that, at this time of year especially, I try to go back through all my journals. I look at my calendar and remind myself that there was a ton of great things that happened this year. I try to address this depression or desperation or negativity with gratitude. And it sounds cliche, it sounds a little bit trite, but it really does work. I try to look back at the entire year and find all those little things that I'm really grateful for because unless you look back and really take stock of what you did, a lot of those great things can get forgotten. And I hate forgetting all the good things in life because I replace them with you know, the negative annoyances or, you know, the setbacks that you have, there's got to be balance there. There will always be ups and downs. So I find that I have to actively search for the highs more often than not, just because of how I'm made up. I wanted to walk through a, a handful of the things that I did this year so I can say them out loud so that I can have record of them here. I did a year long video project with a company as a commercial video 
for a product that they make that gets installed at ski resorts. So I had the great fortune to be flown all over the country, Big Sky, Montana and Steamboat, Colorado. And I drove out to Boyne, Michigan and did some stuff here in Maine. And it has been an amazing experience to be able to go places that I've never been before, see some of these amazing resorts and be on the road getting paid to do what I love. That's phenomenal. I just absolutely love this project. I went out to WPPI in March and got to see a bunch of friends, got to network, got to meet with a bunch of vendors, build some relationships and learn. I got to watch my friends stand up and give keynotes. It's a really special conference and I love the fact that I got the opportunity to go. Speaking of conferences, in September I was down at the Portrait Masters, the very last Portrait Masters at the Arizona Grand in, in Phoenix. And it was a different experience for me this year. I've been going for multiple years, but this year I was able to work in a booth and help teach people lighting and posing and how to direct a model and how to work with a model. And it was a huge boost to my own self-confidence because I never really thought that I had what it took to be a photography educator. And this just, it really raised my confidence that you know, on the days where I think I don't know what I'm talking about, a lot of times I do. And I don't say this out of out of ego, but a lot of times I just I I look at my craft and there's always so much more to learn. I never feel like I'm in a position to convey the stuff that I do know. So it was great to be able to help a lot of folks in that booth. Another workshop that I went to was the Love and Money Workshop with Sue Bryce. And you've heard me talk about selfvalue.com. I cannot say enough good things about it. And the Love and Money Workshop really took a deep dive into our relationships with love, our relationships with money, where our belief structures come from, how we deal with things on a daily basis. And through that program, I uncovered a lot of deep-seated beliefs that I had and some of the, you know, the, the, the things that pop up in my head that keep me from the success that I know I'm capable of. They are fears and blocks and it's different for everybody. So for me, I was able to really fine tune on the language that I use every day, the things that come out of my mouth, right? Because once we say it, we're kind of making it real. So I have to be more in tune to the words that I use about myself and what I'm doing. And I have to look at money a little bit differently. I put so much emphasis on money equaling self-worth when they are separate entities. So that was a phenomenal workshop. If you haven't checked out selfvalue.com, please do. It's worth your while. And the community is fantastic. Sue has taken 30 years of her experience and distilled it down into these chunks that really make you think about who you are and give you great insight to the way that you work as a human being. I can't say enough good things about it. The last workshop that I attended for the year was Artistic Alchemy with Johnny Edward. Back in October, I flew out to his studio in Colorado and you know, paid for a, a ticket to the workshop. I went as a student and it's been a few years since I attended a workshop as a student. Again, I can't say enough great things about the way that Johnny teaches about his lighting, his 
direction of models, his set design, how he approaches connection, just his entire process, all the way down to retouching and publishing. So for two days, we got to work with 10 or 11 models, had the run of his studio, and really had the chance to find our own creative voice or strengthen the voice that we already had. It was a remarkable experience, and I wish him all the best with all the future classes. I know they're going to sell out like that. Speaking of education, I, I taught my first four-pay webinar on podcasting back earlier in the year as part of the Artist Forge, and that was fantastic. I'm actually turning it into a class. I went back to some of the listeners that attended the webinar, collected some feedback, and I've redesigned the course and will be releasing that early in 2024. I can't wait for that. I became an ambassador for 17 Hats. So 17 Hats is the customer relationship management software that I use. And it basically runs every facet of my business from customer contacts to inquiries and quotes and invoices. I automate my emails and a lot of my communications with my clients through it. I do some bookkeeping in it, calendaring, all of that, all the online scheduling, all happens within 17 hats. And I believe in the product so much that uh, I became an ambassador for them. Now, it's not a paid position, it's just I really love the product. So I've tried Tave and Dubsado and HoneyBook and a whole bunch of others, and I just find that 17 hats fits what I do best. So that has been pretty exciting to be part of that, see new features that are coming out, hear about the plans that they have in the works, and it just keeps me coming back year over year because it truly is a great system. I've been working on my house quite a bit, so the never-ending home renovation continues. Uh, I have finished the kitchen and one bathroom. I've got another bathroom to go. I've done the hardwood floors and the electrical and the plumbing, and I'm finally turning this house that I love into a home. And it feels really good to be able to walk in and see the designs that I've put into place in reality and not just living on paper anymore. It's been triple the cost and triple the time, but it has been worth it every step of the way. You know, when I was a kid, I had a dream of becoming a pilot and I wanted to fly commercial airlines or jets. And it just never really worked out for me. And as I got older, I kind of lost interest in putting in all the time and effort that it would take to be a pilot. But I've always been fascinated with flight. So when I started flying a drone, I knew that this is a way for me to kind of get that aerial fix without flying a plane. Fast forward through a really long story. I finally got my part 107 license this year, which means I can fly a drone commercially now. I just studied and went and crammed and took the exam, and now I have my FAA pilot's license for unmanned aerial vehicles, but it is still a pilot's license, so I guess I fulfilled that childhood dream. I really immersed myself in artificial intelligence this year and have incorporated it into parts of my business, mainly on copywriting and helping me refine some of the things that I wanna say. Clearly, I'm a little verbose, and sometimes I just need to say things more concisely. So oftentimes I will write, throw it into AI, have it condense it down, summarize it, that sort of thing. But I love where it's going. I love incorporating AI in every way that I can into my business, whether that's mood boards and creation 
of images that give me inspiration, whether it's helping me with meta descriptions and SEO or copy for my website or newsletters, it's pretty endless. I'm not threatened by AI at all. And I had a great conversation with Pratik Nike earlier, a few episodes ago, and that kind of conversation about what AI can do, where it's going, fascinates me. He's got a great course, by the way. Um, he's got the future of photo. Look that up. It's Pratik and Felix talking all about AI and photography workflow. I have the course, it's fantastic, and it really does walk you through step-by-step step how Pratik approaches AI. So. It's a really good thing to have. Some of the other business stuff, you know, I run Cyanide Bunker, which is a handmade metal jewelry company. It's just myself and another artist, and we hand make pendants and bracelets and pins and all sorts of things. It's been sitting kind of as a side hustle for about two years now, but we finally started marketing again and putting things on the web and opening up some shops. So that's been pretty exciting to watch that take off. But the thing that I'm most excited about is this, is Generator. I love the fact that I get to sit here and have these conversations week after week after week with guests that fascinate me. I love listening to them talk about their creativity and how they approach life. I can't get over the fact that I get to do this every week. There have been great challenges and great successes. I mean, on the challenges, this is way more time consuming than I ever imagined. I'd say for a particular episode, in addition to the hour, hour and a half of recording time, it probably takes me another six to 10 hours of editing and preparation to get everything into shape for YouTube or for Captivate, which is, you know, all the podcast platforms. There is a lot more involved in the production and the distribution of a podcast than I ever imagined. And I find that I'm best behind the microphone rather than just sitting by the keyboard and trying to produce it all. So while I'm I'm able to do it now, I'm hoping that in 2024 I can start to outsource that a little bit. Social media, as always, has been a challenge and starting a TikTok channel for Generator and an Instagram channel for Generator has given me even more things on my plate. So I'm trying to use AI to cut down some clips, do some captioning, and make that process as efficient as possible, and promote this as much as I can. I'd love to get to the point where I'm monetizing Generator, but quite frankly, the numbers just aren't there yet. We have great numbers, don't get me wrong. I'm very happy about the way things are growing, but in the world of sponsorships, it doesn't have the reach that a lot of companies are looking for. Consider it a micro-influencer, if you will. Those have been some of the challenges, I think, some of the great successes of starting this podcast this year has been the consistency creates growth, right? When I first started, I barely had any episodes and there were, you know, a month or two months in between when I started with Nina Covington and Erica Manning and Parker Pfister. But as I started to create things more consistently, I noticed that the numbers really started to grow. So after episode 13 with Nikki Klosser, I took another month or two off and started back up in October and dedicated myself to putting out a weekly show. That has become 
great for growth. If you know, you look at the graphs that I have of listeners in the first 24 hours, in the first seven days, everything has been like a hockey stick. Just showing you that consistency in marketing, consistency in product equals growth right? No matter what it is. I love the fact that I get to learn something new on every episode from a guest, whether it's about their life, something vulnerable that they share, something about the craft, or just a different belief. I love going into these conversations. I I think that is a huge success to be able to expose myself to more people with differing opinions and differing thoughts. I love getting to know folks at a deeper level like that. I've been trying to upgrade the production every week as well, mainly in set design. And you see, you know, I'm here in my home office right now, and I've been trying to do things here for the entire life of Generator so far. But I decided that I've got to get this out of the home if I want to feel like it's more of a professional production. So I moved everything to my photo studio. I converted the dressing room that I have there into a podcast studio. So now I can record there all the time. It's always set up. I don't have to worry about dogs in the background or anything like that. I've got a new set that I'll be playing with, new lighting. And my hope is that it just starts to create a better feel overall for what I'm trying to do here. Why am I still producing a podcast if there's no money in it? Well, again, I love having these conversations and the plan in 2024 is to monetize it. And there's a million ways to monetize a podcast. You can do the sponsorship model. You can do uh, merch sales. You can put up a paywall and charge a subscription price. You can sell digital products. There's a ton of things that you can do to monetize the podcast. For me, I'll be trying little bits of things here and there, a little bit of affiliate marketing, a little bit of sponsorship, um, a little bit of digital classes and goods that can be promoted here. So I look at Generator as an extension of everything else that I do. And if they can all work together as a nice little system, then I don't have to monetize one thing. All of those pieces of that puzzle monetize each other. And I kind of love that. You know, this is... A labor of love. This is all about connecting with folks in a different way, giving you the ability to see my guests in a different light, hear things that they talk about that you wouldn't normally hear in another podcast or another appearance or at one of their workshops. So I'm really trying to give folks a platform where they can be themselves, where we can go wherever the conversation goes. I really want it to be informal so that you get a feel for who the person is. But in the end, it's all about you guys. It's all about you spending your time with me listening to what we have to say. I'm so incredibly grateful for that, that you give of yourself for this little podcast. I'm grateful for my guests that come on and subject themselves to my long rambling questions. But I'm really grateful, like I said earlier, for the fact that I just get to wake up and do this. In addition to everything else that I have going on, this never feels like work. This is just a conversation with you. I love the fact that I get to do this. 
So here at the end of the year, you know, we're all talking about changes and resolutions and ways that we can improve ourselves because we're dissatisfied. Well, for me, I keep coming back to the mantra that I repeat all the time. What you don't change, you choose. Sometimes nothing needs to be changed and you just choose to stay exactly as you are. But then there are those times where something nags it at you and you know that you need to change and you have to have the courage to make those changes. Otherwise, you're choosing to stay stagnant. You're choosing to accept less than for yourself. So this year, I've committed to making some positive health changes, mainly to give myself more balance. Like I said, the, the end of this year has filled me with burnout, a lot of anxiety, um, a lot of stress, a lot of frustration. But there are so many good things in life that I can be grateful for, that those moments of anger or anxiety or frustration are fleeting. And I don't want to choose to stay and feel those things all the time. So I make these small changes so that I can feel better. I want to find balance again. I want to find peace and serenity and contentment rather than feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. So I've got certain changes that I've got to make in my life to make those things happen, but those are big goals for me and I can't wait for the other side of the change where all of this works out really, really well. I wanted to thank you for spending your time with me, for listening, for being here at the end of the episode where I've just kind of been rambling for about a half an hour. You're such a big part of this journey to me. And I can't wait to see what you think about the changes that I'm making in 2024. Some of the guests that we're bringing on, it's going to be a wild ride. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.